Coming up on this week's episode, we begin by discussing leaf blowers slash suckers, the dangers of wet acorns, and the importance of a good jacket selection. Then we get into the week's tech news, including Facebook's bold new logo, the new emoji now on your phone, and what you can expect from HBO Max. It's all starting right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 258, recorded November 4th, 2019. All caps! Bah! <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and of course you. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always by the one man who puts this, who puts the, who, who, I should have thought of one of these ahead of time. Who puts the who puts the fun in autumn? It's Colby Rabideau. The fun in Sean. There's no fun in autumn. See, that's where I disagree. There's lots of fun in autumn. You got the leaves, and you got the the that's true. The pumpkin spice stuff, which is now apparently peppermint stuff already. We have had some some good autumn days recently. Yes, some proper proper autumn days. That's what bumps me out about autumn is it does feel like it's the shortest season. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's. uh, Yeah, it definitely does. You have like October, like that's pretty much it. And then right. it's and then it's winter. Right. And sometimes it rains a lot. It hasn't rained that much this year. So that's far. true. That's true. Although so, I was going to say, I don't know about you, but we, we have some snow in the future. I saw that. I saw that. We've had a lot of big wind storms uh, out here. Uh, A lot of tree limbs down. The leaves came down quick, which actually was helpful. There, not much left. So, did you did you do any raking or leaf blowing? Well, let's let's talk technology here, okay? Because I talked to Santa last year. I was a good boy, and he brought me a Black and Decker blower sucker uh which (laughs) most people say oh leaf blowers how cool they just blow the leaves around they don't do anything what you need is the leaf mulcher the leaf sucker it's a vacuum cleaner for (laughs) your lawn and i kid you not you should see me out there with this thing i look i must have the biggest damn smile on my face as i'm and i'm vacuuming the leaves off the yard it's my favorite i love it Uh, my when i was growing up my grandfather had this like lawnmower based apparatus that he built built himself which was like it was like a trailer off the back of the lawnmower with like a big like container over it and then a hose that fed from like the the mower's like blowhole i guess into the trailer and so he would just like mow the like lawnmower vacuum the leaves up it was pretty cool I think I think it's great. I think we need more like crazy leaf contraptions because I see suckers out on their front lawn like using a rake, and I'm like, "You're doing it wrong." Right? You're, I ain't bending over. What you know? <laughs> what, what what is this? The turn of the century? I'm not doing that. <laughs> yep. Yep. I don't know. And then what do you do with it? You put it in paper bags or something? Do you have to do that? I do I, I do. And then for a couple weeks in the fall, that the the lovely trash man will take the paper bags. So I think I've got like eight or ten of them in my shed at the moment that'll go out on Friday with the trash. That's nice. Yep. Nice. I'm lucky enough to not be responsible for for my outdoors any outdoor spaces really. It it is one although but you're you're like across the street from some park space. 
Yes, but it's someone else's problem. <laughs> well, I know. I didn't think you. you I didn't think you cleaned well, the leaves in the park. <laughs> like, oh, I thought yeah, this was me. I thought I was like, supposed to. It's do like that. jury duty. You get selected for leaf duty. I think it's called community service, Colby. And we know what crime you did. <laughs> um, but you must have some some good leaves out there and some nice uh, some good fall walking. <laughs> yeah, actually, the the there are. I guess it's a lot of oak trees in the park immediately across the street. So th- there are so many acorns. Like, I don't know if it's just y- this year. I've heard it. W- there was a lot of rain this year. It was mm-hmm. a really wet year. So, like, maybe it was a good year for acorn production. But, like, they're everywhere. It's like m- walking on, you know, like, it's like a Home Alone movie or something where where they, they drop the marbles. It's kind of terrifying. But... It's like a bed of acorns. Like most of them are off the sidewalks now. Right. Like they came down a little while ago. <laughs> but if you stray off the sidewalk, watch your step. Well, I, I didn't realize this. Um, and maybe it's just something I've read and it's not true. But Boston is known for their squirrels. Really? There are a lot of squirrels. And this is the thing I noticed uh, at the beginning of fall. There were, there were several days where I walked to work and saw dozens of people taking pictures of squirrels. Yes. I, I again, may, again, maybe it's just a Twitter thing, but Boston yeah. squirrels, I see pictures of them all the time. Weird. I don't know. I mean, I see the squirrels. I also see there are a lot of rabbits. Yeah. They're out there eating their baked beans and their Boston yeah. cream pie. And <laughs> Also rats. And, and we asked rats. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I saw some good rats this this fall, too. Really? Yeah. Just out and about enjoying the town? <laughs> the, well, the, the best one was I was getting off the train and I was – it's like the subway. So I was walking out of a tunnel and there's this one – exit to the train one of the train stations near my house that is like a pretty narrow tunnel it's like two people with maybe mm-hmm. like maybe three and i was walking out of the tunnel and a woman was walking towards me from the other end of the tunnel and between us was a rat who had like nowhere to go like <laughs> it was caught in between the two of us and and it just was like i don't know what to do and me and the woman were both like <laughs> I don't know what to do. And finally, finally, the rat just like went for it. Like there was a door open and went through some door. But you should have gone up. You should have said to her, like, is this your rat? (laughs) Excuse me, ma'am. Did you drop your rat? Yeah, we just had a good chuckle about it. (laughs) Very weird. Making friends. I love it. You can tell I haven't spent enough time in cities. I've never seen a city rat. So usually, I don't know. I I guess you see him at night. When nobody's around, crossing the street. Yes, when Colby's stalking his prey. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. They'll never know you're following them. Um, no, that's no. I I love uh, I love the fall. We talked about it on on up for debate. Matt and I I think both agreed it's the best season. Um, when we did that episode, and my favorite thing is I just I love um the cool days and walking outside in the uh, in the cool. Cool weather. We're slightly past that now, which is the problem. Like, we've officially crossed over into too cold, but it was nice while it lasted. Right. Um, I'm excited. This year I have a couple of, like, good fall jackets. Yes. Good, like, layerable fall jackets. So I'm going to have a nice time until it gets below freezing. 
Yeah, you got your jacket game's got to be strong in the Northeast. Yeah, you can't fool yeah. around. Yeah, um, I also. I'm concerned for like three years, I've been meaning to get a new winter jacket Mm -hmm. and every year, like I don't, I don't, and I'm meaning to, and I'm meaning to, and then all of a sudden it's snowing. So I have to use the old one. Yep. And I'm I'm concerned that there's snow forecast for the end of the week because I haven't gotten a new one yet. So it's a disaster, a true disaster. We're all praying for your survival. Yeah. Also, I have to vote tomorrow. Yes, get it! I election day. I'm so excited. No, I do like election day. I do like voting. I think it's it's especially exciting because it's an off year. There's nothing <laughs> interesting to vote for this year, and that's great. <laughs> I I I disagree. There there are well, it's Boston City Council year. Well, I was going to say guess. what what's on the ballot out there that's so interesting. Yeah. So I have. So the way Boston City Council works, there are councilors who are assigned to a district, and then there are, like, at-large councilors. Sure, yep. And so my district – there are two candidates in my district who are running, and then there are eight at-large councilors running for four seats. Okay. So that's ten people I had to research frantically this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard when that many people are running. You have yeah. complaints about like the two party problem in our country, but I'm like, that makes it really easy to know who the candidates are. That that is true. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I think I know what I'm gonna do. I <laughs> the Boston the Boston Globe has they do they usually for the local stuff they do like a rundown of like these are the people. Um, mm-hmm who are running and they all they you know i assume they contact them in some way and they give like a little blurb it's like why are you running and like what things will you do to i don't know you know like make the city good yeah whatever yeah (laughs) so i'm mostly basing it off of that if we're being honest um it's better than nothing at least you did some research yeah i gotta write down i gotta remember to write down the names though because like 10, 10 people is a lot. That's like more than a than a big election. <laughs> well, here in Agawam, we have a mayor who's running unopposed. So congratulations, Mayor Sapelli, on another term. Um, mm. But we have, and this number astounds me, an 11-person city council, which seems very high. I don't think we need 11 people on the council. How big is Agawam? It's, what is the population of Agawam these days? Fifth? 15,000? I actually have no idea. Let's see. Uh, Wikipedia should give me a pretty quick... Um, oh, there are ho- three-star hotels here. I don't think that's true. 28,000. And we have oh. 11 city council members, but there are 15 running for those seats. And you can vote for none or one or... Fifth, you can vote for as many as you want. Up to 11. Oh. And I can't keep track of which are which. There are too many. Yeah, that's a it's lot. It's crazy. And because 11 of them, no, I think 10 of them are incumbents because one guy didn't run again. Um, there's like not a lot of give and take. And then we have the school council, which is five members. And then there are like seven running. It's very it's very complicated. I, I have no idea oh, who weird. I'm going to vote for. Whew. Yeah. And then we have a ballot initiative, too, which is rare. 
And I'm very excited about it. What's your ballot initiative? So this is fun. So back uh, several years ago, Massachusetts uh, essentially legalized marijuana. Mm -hmm. Um, The town of Agawam voted, and this is true, 50.1% to not pass that. 49.9% 49.9% to pass it. Now pass statewide, so it doesn't matter. But it was borderline for the town. So then the town, when the law passed, the city council voted to put a three-year ban on businesses in the town. They wanted to see how the, the law was going to shake out before they let anyone sell. Well, the three years are up. And the city council doesn't know what to do. Because it passed by such a slim margin, the councilors are like, we don't know what the town wants. Like it's 50, uh, it's literally 50, 50. They, we, they right. don't know what to do. And so some of the counselors are do it, don't do it. So there's a ballot initiative. Should Agawam allow uh, marijuana shops, essentially businesses in town, gr- uh, growing, selling anything like that. But what's interesting right. is it's non-binding. So the city council can just ignore it if they want. Right. Now they've pledged a majority of pledge to follow it. So, yeah. you know, that. Uh, it'll likely hold, but it'll be interesting to see because it is very borderline. And what's changed over three years? Because that's the whole argument is we've seen all these other towns have shops, the pros, the cons of it, the the tax money coming in, but the ra- yeah. ramifications of it. Mm-hmm. So actually, it, yeah. something matters in this election in town. So, <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Like, like local elections are like actually kind of interesting. <laughs> oh, for sure. Well, that's like where shit actually happens. Right. Like your congressperson right. passes like a couple laws a year and they're not, you know, nothing happens at that level. But your right. city council does a lot <laughs> like very direct. Mm-hmm. Another great thing is since they represent such a small number of people, um, you can yell at them and they'll actually listen to you. <laughs> Especially in a t- I'm dying to know what the turnout's going to be tomorrow, because I guarantee I will be one of like 400 people who vote in the whole town. <laughs> So it's like I have a lot of influence, which is rare in my life, and I really right. am enjoying it. <laughs> you got to take advantage. I'm surprised they haven't gotten any personal visits from any of the candidates. <laughs> yeah, I think there uh, – so there was a primary for this election mm-hmm. that is happening tomorrow here, and totally – blew by me i had no idea that was happening but um i think i was i was listening to something and they were like oh yeah it was like 10 percent of voters in in boston voted in the primary which is like it's like forty thousand people out of like nine hundred thousand or something it's bad wacky like that i was like oh geez um yeah so i didn't contribute to that at all Oops. Well, you know what? You'll make it up tomorrow. You'll get your nice I voted sticker. Yes, I will do my best. Now, how do you how do you vote out there? Do you guys you got electronic machines? You got paper ballots? We got the paper ballots and then they feed them into the into big the electronic boxes. I think that's the same statewide. Yeah. Which I would just watch the John Oliver about uh, about voting. It's like, well, it's it's nice you got the you got the paper trail, the paper log of what actually happened, even if your computers are garbage, which is good. That's uh, I mean, that's how people design computer systems to work. It turns out it works. When I was in te- the one time I got to vote when I was in Texas. I had to use one of the touchscreen machines without a paper backup. And 
I think it would be fair to say I'm a technology savvy guy. It was one of the most confusing electronic devices I've ever had to use in my life. Like, because it wasn't a touchscreen. It had like a dial you had to turn to like go through this. And of course, you know, in a place like Houston, there were like eight trillion people on the ballot. And so you had to scroll like one. Yeah, it was like Wheel of Fortune or something. It was crazy. I, I was I'm like, if I were like a senior citizen, I would absolutely end up voting for the wrong person. It was was a whack. It was crazy. Oh, that's dark. I don't miss that. That's pretty unfortunate. Yeah, I think the paper is fine. I don't know. I think it's fun to like scribble in the little circles. Yeah, like feels like you're doing something. Right. Like if if we don't have to do that, if we don't ever have to use that skill again, like why did we take all those tests? It was training (laughs) us for democracy. Exactly. I I like that. Personally, I think they need to bring the levers back. I want to pull a lever to vote for somebody. You know, like a slot machine. Chunk, chunk. You know, that real physical feedback. That would be nice. That would be very satisfying. Yeah, we'll just have to settle with our machines for now. Right. Right. Oh, boy. I think goody, that's goody. All, all that's exciting happening and all the excitement that's happening in my life. Is voting tomorrow. All right. Well, yeah. good. Well, go. I hope everyone out there goes and I mean, this episode will come out after the polls have closed unless you're watching live. So if you're watching live, go out and vote tomorrow. And if you're watching uh, the recorded version, you blew it. Sorry. Better luck next year. <laughs> right. There might still be time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Run. Run. <laughs> Don't walk. Yeah, like the polls lit because literally by the time I post this, it's like closed polls, you know, that five minutes ago, you're just late. Um, my my biggest fear though is that someone's going to talk to me at the polling place tomorrow, and I'll be exposed for the for the fraud that I am. Who doesn't now, know anything. Now, would you say someone? You mean like a candidate or a candidate rep talks to you, or like just like a person working there? Oh no, no, the people working there are fine. They just want your name and right. where where you live. That's no problem. You don't want any supporters of candidates, right? Right. I had this. I don't know if I told you this, but when I did vote in Texas. The only time this has ever happened to me, I'm waiting in line, and there was a pretty good line. This was the 2016 presidential election, uh, and so a lot of people were voting, and this guy comes up to me. He's like, hi, I, I don't remember his name. Hi, I'm Jim whatever, and I shake his hand. I go, okay, and he goes, I'm running for office, and I'm like, oh, you're you're on the ballot. <laughs> he goes, yeah, I'm on the ballot. I'm like, oh, that's cool. What are you running for? Justice of the peace. I'm like, first of all, didn't know that was an elected position, uh, and second of all, okay, and he's like, will you vote for me? And I'm like, sure. You're the only like you're the, literally other than president. I didn't know anyone who was really running because it wasn't like a big Senate year or anything like that. And I'm yeah. like, I will. Sp-, and I did. I specifically looked for his name and I voted for him. And I don't remember if he won or not. I'm sure he did. But I'm like, you literally <laughs> shook my hand. I half vote for you now. Like, you can't be like, yeah. no. <laughs> right. Well, that's the that's the thing. Like, I'm pretty sure if one of those eight city councilor at large candidates like was there and was like, hey, how are you? I would be like, okay, yeah, I'll vote for you. <laughs> they put in the effort. They, right. slip, they slip you a $20 bill. Hey, vote for me, you know? Yeah, there's definitely, there are like three of them, in reading through, there were three of them that like stood out, but there I have a fourth slot that is just a wild card. You so. know, you can always write in yourself. <laughs> right. And the, That's the, true. the best part is that we did this as a prank. <laughs> we had an old coworker. 
Uh, we did this as a prank because he he was like anti-government and was like the you know we should just round up people and put them in cages type guy, and so as a joke, a bunch of us wrote his name in for a mayor election, and and legally they have to like publish the results, including the right name. So there was a piece of paper online we had it framed for him, and it says like his name like three votes. <laughs> It's great. So vote for yourself and you'll be on the official record forever. Uh, there we go. <laughs> go down in history. I think, uh, you know, Colby Rabideau for counselor at large. It has really no ring to it, but <laughs> you never know. It's uh, never too, it's never too late to start a campaign, Colby. You've got about 24 <laughs> hours. I could always wait till next year. That's that's true, too. A lot more people voting next year. Yes, sir. Oh, boy. Doing your civic duty. It's great, man. Use it or lose it. That's what they say. <laughs> Vote or die, as Puff Daddy once said. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of civic duty. I have no Facebook. idea where you're going with this. Okay. <laughs> Facebook rebrands there. It's very smooth transition. <laughs> um, crystal clear. Uh Yes, you're absolutely right, Sir Colby. Uh, let's move into the tech news portion of the show. We've got a couple stories in here to discuss enough of our boring lives. Uh, Facebook today unveiled a new logo. Um, it's, I don't know. Let, let's play a little mini game here, okay? We'll go back and forth, each take a turn. I want three adjectives from you that describe Facebook's new logo. And I'll go first. Um... Bland. Okay, now you give a word. Uh, it like reminds me of Instagram. Like every time I see it, I don't know why. Okay, Instagrammy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with blocky. Mmm. What's a is kerning the word that describes the spaces <laughs> yes. in between the yeah. letters? Kerny. Yeah, it's very yeah. kerny. Kerny af. Yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna go with uh indistinct Ooh, that's a good one um yeah blocky indistinct man it reminds me of something else too and i can't put my finger on it well here you know you know what actually really sells it for me this sentence in the verge which is uh the logo just says facebook but in a really bland and generic font that looks like it would fit well on a credit card and I'm like, Ooh, a oh, credit yeah. card. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I was like, I was like, I feel like this would work on like, like some sort of financial product or like super, super lame. Yeah. So uh, it, I, I'll put it up on the screen for the people watching the video. Uh, it, it's essentially Facebook in all caps. The letters are a little bit spaced out in one of those like generic startup y fonts. Um, it's meant to. Uh, it's replacing the old sort of blue Facebook word. Um, it is now meant to represent the parent company that owns Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. So you're actually going to continue to see, this is sort of like that alphabet Google thing, where you're going to continue to see the old Facebook logo on Facebook itself. This new logo represents the overarching umbrella company that owns a bunch of stuff. And so you'll start to see Instagram by Facebook with the new logo. WhatsApp by Facebook with the new logo. Uh, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't give it an entirely a different name altogether in a Google way, but like 
Facebook has terrible PR. It is a really that is a really interesting question, actually, and I hadn't thought about that. Where because I agree with you, if uh, Instagram by Facebook, I don't think really helps it. But at the same time, when you think about all the random shit Google owns, calling it all Google is confusing. But yeah. like Facebook stuff is somewhat Facebook related. Yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> it's at least all in the same category, right? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I guess that's true. I'm trying to think of the weirdest things Facebook owns. Oh, Oculus. Pretty yeah. weird. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Now I got to look up Facebook acquisitions. I don't even remember. List of mergers and acquisitions by Facebook. Oh, man, there are a lot of them. And most of them aren't things anymore they bought a company called spool spool yep yeah i don't i haven't actually heard of most of these so yeah so they haven't really made too many big like notable (sighs) acquisitions yeah i mean they've made a lot of them but not anything most people would have heard of right yeah well who knew? So anyway, there you go. Look for that new logo. They're going to start rolling it out soon um, across their different uh, apps in the coming weeks. Logos. Logos. You, you logos. check it out there. Doritos, logos, tacos. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. Uh, yeah, it does. Just overflowing with logos. Um <laughs> We've stuffed like, this taco full of logos. It's like alphabet soup. <laughs> but with logos? <laughs> Honestly, how is that not a thing? Like, I feel like in our branded society we live in, brands uh, the cereal. <laughs> uh, That's gross. That is gross. Uh, all right, what else we got here? Oh, boy. I picked that one. You pick the next one. That's right. I have to take over Dan's role. I love making you guys pick the stories, even though I put them all in the spreadsheet anyway. Um, You know what? I think it's almost become a tradition on this show to share the new emojis. Ooh, yeah. Emoji day. 13.2. iOS 13.2 just rolled out. Um, If you haven't upgraded, go ahead and upgrade. It's got stuff in it. Um, And one of the big pieces is... 398 new emoji. Whoa. Can you believe it? Uh, The reason that number is so high is um, mainly due to gender neutral options. Um, So basically any emoji that includes people uh, or the visual representation of people um, includes now a gender neutral option. All of the sort of uh, profession emojis, the creature you know, the mermaids and the vampires and mm. the couples. There's actually a neat interface, and you can try this if you're on 13.2. Um, but the emoji that show the hand-holding couples, for example, oh, neat. if you press on it, it'll actually give you the option. You can pick a man and a woman or a woman and a woman or a man and a woman, and you can actually, like, build your emoji of them holding hands based on skin color uh, and gender. Very cool. Which is kind of neat. Yeah. Um, they also added a number of uh, 
how do I want to phrase this disability themed emoji? <laughs> I'm really, I'm really genuinely trying here. Uh, like folks in wheelchairs. Um, uh, uh, why can't I, th- I do not hang around enough, uh, disabled people, unfortunately, which is, Prost- uh, I see, I see prosthetic. Like pr- That's what I'm prosthetic arms. Here. Yes. Hearing aids, things yeah. of that nature. Um, yeah. 67 new accessibility focused emojis. We also added some shapes, which is neat. Um, we now have uh, red, orange, yellow, green, purple, blue, black, white, and brown for all of the shapes, including circles, hearts, and squares. Also, I see a sloth, an otter, and a skunk. That's right. We've got some new animals, including an orangutan, a poodle, um, and an oyster for some reason. I don't think anyone wanted that. We have new food, which is great. Eight new food, including uh, garlic, onion, coconut with a straw coming out of it, falafel, waffle... <coughs> Uh, butter, juice box, and ice cube. Ooh, and space people? Yes. Astronauts? Yep. Fire people? Yep. Oh, I guess some of these existed, and they're just showing the the expanded options. Exactly. Yeah, they sort of changed the default uh, people to sort of be more uh, gender agnostic. Right. Um, And so it's actually called woman, man, or person is what's sort of the gender neutral option Um, you'll see in basically every um, every human character. Nice. They also added 64 new emojis just in other categories, including yawning face, drop of blood, razor, um, planet. I don't know which planet that is. Saturn. It's got the rings. I'm not an idiot. It's got the rings. Uh, I would have gotten there. I was getting there. You just got to give me a minute. I'll get there. Um, as well as the uh, apparently controversial pinching hand, which is, I guess, indicating fingers are pinching. I'm not quite sure why that's controversial, but this article says it is. So, so there yeah, you go. I don't know why that's controversial either. There's also wooden chair. Um, although just called chair, but it looks like a wooden chair. There's a speedo banjo. What's the new flag? Um, where is there a new flag? Well, there are two in this verge article. There are two big palettes of emoji. And then the second palette of emoji, there is a flag at the bottom. It looks like an American flag with red and white stripes but then in the blue that's part is puerto rico mood. no that's not puerto rico um Ooh, water polo i don't know if that existed already is that what the flag is for <laughs> no no sorry it's next to the flag i'm easily distracted no and i do have an answer for you it is malaysia oh that's the malaysian flag yes so I don't know, Colby. Which of these emoji do you think you're going to use the most often? Ooh. Any 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 particular ones jump out at you as like, damn, that's a good emoji. I mean, sloth emoji, please. Yeah. Um, that's that's a great one. You're going to really roast some people with that one. Also, I like there's like an orangutan that is really like plopped down there. They're cute. The otter is great. Yep. Yep. That resonates with me. Um. I don't know. Maybe there's some. Maybe I'll use the pinching emoji. A little bit. I'll be a little late. You know, you can have some fun with that. A little late. Butter. I like ice cube. Personally. Ice cube. Because then you're like, that's cold. (laughs) That's cold. Hey, you know what the weather's going to be tomorrow? Ice cube. Yeah. (laughs) 
You'd have some fun with that. Yep. I love it. Safety I vest, it. kite, yo-yo, snorkel. Man, what a time to be alive. I mean, Colby, there's, can you believe in 20... Just think if a peasant back in the Middle Ages knew with a simple software update, you could get 400 new emojis. That's more emojis than most peasants got in an entire <laughs> year. Maybe in their lifetime, yes, yes, that's right. That's right. I stole that line. One of my favorite tweets of all time was... Uh, Oh, man. Um, just think, we get more nacho flavor in a single Dorito now than a peasant got in their entire <laughs> lifetime or something like that. Um, I had to give credit. That wasn't me, but I did like that. Uh, delightful. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's fun. Is uh, 13.2 available now? It is. I updated today. Uh, it came out uh, early or late last week, but they're not really forcing it there's nothing super like necessary in it it's more for um airpod pro support it's got a lot of um the fancy camera stuff they talked about the deep fusion um and the ability to fusion change um video resolution in the camera app but of course that's only for iphone 11 and the 11 pros this guy yeah we get it you and your fancy I'm, phone I'm an 11 pro yeah you get your deep fusion <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um yeah, so anyhow, um there's also a TVOS uh update, iPadOS update as well. Mm. Uh, have you checked out any of the uh shows on Apple TV Plus? I have added some of them to my queue. I have not watched any of them. Have you? No, you know, I'm kind of frustrated because they're doing this weird thing where some shows, all of the episodes are available and some shows like three of the episodes are available and some of the shows, one of the episodes are available and it, it, they're doing like each show has a different launch schedule. That's weird. And so some, some will be like three to start and then one each week or some are just one each week. I think Dickinson, they just did all of them. Well, I have like, I could sort of see the rationale for that. Like. Like you want, sure. It, like they don't have that many shows, right? There's right. not like a million infinity shows. Like yeah, there there's is like on four. Netflix, <laughs> right? So, so like you give like if for people who want to binge something, you give them a couple of sh- options to binge, and then like the rest of them, you kind of like trickle out until presumably you can release more more shows. I think if I recall, I was interested in like the space one. Yep. For all mankind. Yep. And then the one with uh, Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston. The morning show. Yep. And then maybe the one with the guy from Game of Thrones. Jason Momoa in C. Yeah. You've, you've, you've literally listed all of the shows. <laughs> that, <laughs> that could go. That one could go either way for me. Um. I could see it being kind of interesting. I could also see it being super dumb. I think my favorite review I saw of C, because I saw a lot of the reviews of these shows coming through. My favorite review of C was, it's hilarious, but not in the way you think it is. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, you may have sold me on watching it. Interesting. Because apparently it's very pretty to look at, and that's about it. Oh, darn. But 
you know, that's but that's the problem I have. I, I agree with you. Like, you don't want to dump it all. People watch it in a week and then there's nothing else to watch. Like, you do kind of have to space them out. But at the same time, it's it's the HBO problem I have, which is everything good on HBO. I'm like, I don't want to watch it every week. I'm going to wait till the whole season comes out and then watch it. And then I just never do. Mm. See, I almost have the opposite problem lately. Like, I don't. Or, like, I don't feel great about binging shows. Mm. Like, I will do it still because I have a self-control deficiency, I guess. <laughs> but, like, I feel bad. Yeah. And so, like, I find myself enjoying HBO shows more where I just can't do that. Sure. Um, Because left to my own devices, I absolutely will. And I shouldn't. <laughs> I have been watching the new The Watchmen. Oh, yeah. How's that? I've been dying to check that out. It's good. Um, I think. I feel like it would be helpful if you are familiar with the comic book. What about the Zack Snyder movie? (laughs) If that's all I know of The Watchmen, will that be okay? (laughs) I mean, it would it would be better than not having having no idea what was going on there are like lots of nods and like allusions to things and i think a bunch of them they sort of explain but Mm -hmm. it's not like you don't really you wouldn't really have the whole context um at least it's been i think there are three episodes out now and so there have been a lot of times where it's like oh my god i know who that is or like um you know, little like visual homages to things that happened in the comic book or whatever. Gotcha. I like it so far. It's super interesting. And I like, I don't know, I guess my hopes are high. I don't really know where it's going, but I think it's, it's like a limited run thing, right? It's like just the one season. I feel like I heard that. Uh, that's a good question. I actually don't know. (laughs) I would assume it's like Westworld where it's like, if it does really well, they'll probably keep, making it but it'll be like three years before we get another one i think <laughs> sure that um it's two yeah no that's uh speaking of hbo um i don't have hbo at the moment but i'll probably get it back when uh, hbo max comes out we finally got the details this past week of what hbo max is going to have um and when we're going to be able to get it. May 2020 for $14.99 a month. So you got a bit of a ways to wait. Um, AT&T, owner of HBO, um, will be launching that. Um, an ad-supported tier will supposedly launch in 2021. Um, existing HBO subscribers on AT&T and HBO Now Direct Billing customers will get HBO Max for free because it's the same oh. cost as HBO currently. You, you get that upgrade. Um, customers who subscribe to AT&T's premium video mobile and broadband packages will be offered bundles at launch with HBO max at no additional cost. Um, it's a streaming service. So, uh, it's got shows and stuff on it. Um, some, some of the big (laughs) notable stuff, stuff. friends and big bang theory will stream exclusively as well as new episodes of Sesame street. Um, the studio Jubilee library will be exclusive to HBO max. Um, they will also have some original programming as well. Um, Who the Adult Swim Library? The Adult Swim, all of South Park will be on mm. there. Um, I'm trying to f- get a list of some of their original stuff, and I can't seem to find it. There's, there won't be a ton, um, 
but there definitely will be some. The other big thing that they're pushing is the uh, software itself. Um, it's their recommended by humans feature. Um, they think it's more important to have human curation. Um, not only will experts uh, select certain categories and things you might want to watch, but celebrities will also now have pages where they can list their own recommendations. Um, it's called Highlight. It's designed to help people uh, not have to worry about scrolling through an app to choose something to watch. For example, Friends has a Highlight package based on celebrity cameos. So, you know, that might be interesting. It'll also have um, uh, accounts, uh, individual user accounts for a family. Um so things are segmented that way. Um, they'll also offer podcasts based on certain shows, and they'll exist within the app, which is, I guess, interesting. Weird. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> I did get the HBO is producing a companion podcast with alongside Watchmen. Yes, they did one for Chernobyl as well. Oh, who knew? I didn't know. Um. I assume it was successful then. Uh, yeah, What's a podcast was... cost to make? Nothing? I don't know. <laughs> We're proof of that. <laughs> Does it cost nothing? I don't know. I'll show you the bills. We got the bills. Um, <laughs> oh, man. So there you go. Well, I guess I'm getting this for free as an HBO Now customer. <laughs> for free for the thing you already pay for. <laughs> oh, boy. Right. I mean, I guess you're getting more for your money. Yeah. Now, here's my is this going to is like is HBO now going to go away? There's they are so vague about how this will because it's like, what if you're an HBO Go subscriber? Like they're so vague. Right. Like what if I'm a Comcast subscriber, but I get HBO through my Comcast? How does that they're very vague about that's why I think it's May 2020s. They're still figuring it out. If you have HBO now and you're paying them directly $15 a month, you will get HBO Max on launch day for $15 a month. It will just automatically convert over. HBO now will not exist anymore. Now, here's what I'm really concerned about. Is this going to be like a Hulu redesign type experience where we're going to go from an app that is like a little kludgy, but like mostly functional to impossible a <laughs> steaming pile of garbage. <laughs> Actually, hot, hot garbage. I've got to get back on Hulu because supposedly they just did another update that was supposed to fix some of those problems. I'm curious they did it. That was very bad. I agree. Um, so bad. No, I mean, that was one of the, th- I mean, obviously we won't know until it launches, but that was one of the things they focused on was they said, we want the browsing experience to not be another Netflix or not be another Hulu or we don't want it to be a yeah. list, big list of icons. We don't want it to be hard to find. That's nice. Even if it is a big list of icons, it at least like make it not frustrating. <sighs> yes. Like you never know where you can go in Hulu. Like what's a thing Honestly, you can navigate to? Who knows? To to find an episode list of a series <laughs> is like eight clicks on the remote. It's insane. The the best part is like if you ever have to do it like on a different device. Like I have an Apple TV and Emily has a Roku at her house, so like it's completely different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it involves, it, I mean, it's a completely different because it involves whatever, like, secondary, like, navigation feature of the remote your device has. Yep. Whew, man. I, I don't really use Hulu all that much anymore, to be honest. Yeah. No. I don't know the last thing I watched on Hulu. No. It's been a while. 
No, I don't even use my Netflix that much, to be honest. Yeah, me either, but my parents don't pay for that. Well, that's the that's the trick. Do you know who pays for it in do you know who pays for it in my family? It's you. Yeah. You're the parent. I'm Mr. Responsible. My mom uses my Netflix. What does that say? <laughs> you made it, Sean. I'm uh, yeah, big Bucks McMillian over here supporting <laughs> the whole family. No, no, honestly, honestly, I sh- I shouldn't complain because I do spend more to get the 4K that I'm the only one who uses it. So, you know, I can get away with it. Fair, fair. Um, yeah, so Apple TV Plus, $4.99 a month. HBO Max, $14.99 a month. Disney Plus is coming out, $6.99 a month. Disney Plus. Man. Lots going on. It's a lot of 99s a month. It's going to add up fast for folks. <sighs> People are going to have to start making some tough decisions. Yeah. I was like, as I was uh, reading up on the the candidates for this election tomorrow, I was like, man, I should probably subscribe to the Boston Globe because every at least like three to four times a day, I go to one of their articles and I go into reader mode and I read it through the the whatever paywall they yeah. have. It's like maybe I should just subscribe. And then I look and it's like it's thirty dollars a month for just digital. Yeah, that's exorbitant. Like, I just can't. That's <laughs> I just can't. That's like, crazy. It's like, oh, it's ninety nine cents a day. Well, like, you know, <laughs> kill me now. That's so that, much money. <laughs> I think I get my local newspaper print delivered to me for a year for thirty bucks. That's crazy. <laughs> it's like it's it's the worst because it's like uh, they're off. It's like oh, subscribe now and you get it for like a dollar a week for four weeks or something, and then in tiny fine print <laughs> at the bottom, it's like after four weeks the price is twenty seven ninety seven or something. That's, it's like oh my god, that's bad. That's and like I would subscribe in like cancel if i didn't know i was gonna have to make like three phone calls to cancel the subscription so i'm just not gonna do it i've been down that road before yep but anyways yeah they're bleeding us dry sean oh that's the nerve of those journalists right um we can talk about one more story if there's anything in here that excites you otherwise we can move on do you have a pick Yeah, I can have a pick. All right, you don't have to. There's no rule against it. Let me check my picks list. Look at this guy in his list. I always think I have lots of picks. You weren't you weren't here, Colby. The week did you watch the episode that I did solo? That was on the feed. No, I didn't. I've well, been super behind on. But podcasts. then you missed my air filter pick. <laughs> I don't think anyone did, so I'm going to, like, re- while you're looking up your pick, Colby, I found finally the stupidest smart home thing. A smart air filter. You Did you get it? It's got a Bluetooth sensor on it. What does it do? Shine. This is so stupid. So, so this is totally true. I will tell the story again. But I needed new air filters because I've got forced air, forced AC in the house. I replace these every couple months. Um, nice, these nice big air filters. And I didn't want a smart one. I was just like, oh, I'll just buy the same one I always get. But then Amazon was like, oh, look for like, I, and I kid you not a dollar more. They're like, they now have smart air filters. And I'm like, well, for a dollar more, I'm definitely going to buy the smart ones. So it's a Bluetooth sensor that's attached to it. And supposedly what it does 
is it reads the airflow coming in and out of the filter and it connects to the app. But here's the thing. It does not tell me what the airflow is going through the filter. All it says is what percentage the filter has been used. I guess more accurately than me just like setting a timer and in three months changing it. (laughs) And so it's got an app and you connect to the app and it says, oh, it's like 98% used. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then what you can do, which I didn't actually do, is you can set it has Amazon Dash integration. So when it hits 0%, it will automatically reorder you more filters i'm like this is so here oh it was updated nine days ago but see there i'm at 91 percent um on my air filter which i guess is neat yeah wow i I, I just i don't i don't get why so totally unnecessary even for me i'm saying that's unnecessary now here the real question is it home kit compatible (laughs) It's barely compatible with my actual home. So, I know it's not. This has to be the most basic smart thing I've ever purchased. Nice. So, there you go from the fine folks at Filtreat. Check it out. Um No, my actual pick this week I'll go through quickly. Uh Colby, it's November and you know what that means. Turkey time. Christmas. Oh. <laughs> we're we're going to wait. It's almost <laughs> at Valentine's Day at this point. What are you talking about, turkey? I, I kid you not. I, uh, I, it, it was the, the, November 1st. I was seeing uh, Christmas commercials on television. They, they don't wait anymore. Neither do I, Colby. Finally, my second winter in this house, I ordered Christmas lights for my house, and I'm very excited. Okay. Tell me more. Okay. I went with the C7s, which are the big... They're kind of like the bigger kind of uh, oval bulbs. Not the really big ones. They're the size down. C7s. Candy cane. Alternating soft white and red. And they're going to go along the whole roof line and up above the garage. I ordered, I think, 65 feet of them. I'm so excited. Now, you're muted. Um, but you might know that. So, oh, I, I said I, I was trying to say I like it. I wasn't sure if you were, like, silently mumbling to yourself or not. Because you were just like, man. Sean, this is a fucking crazy person. (laughs) What a a dipshit. (laughs) Stupid lights. Um, Now, of course, you got to go with the wire cutter, right? Wire cutter does have a pick for outdoor Christmas lights. And it's the fine folks at christmasdesigners.com. Now, to be fair, Christmas designers are the people for crazy people who cover their very expensive house with very expensive lights. Now, I'm not that guy. But they do have somewhat reasonably priced pre-made sets um, in all the sizes, all the colors, um, LED. They're very well constructed. The last um, mine are arriving tomorrow. I'm very excited. And in the next couple weeks, I'm going to get them out on the roof and I will report back on how it goes. Should I survive that experience? Mm, I'm going to have to check out this site. I have very specific Christmas light needs in that there is one kind of Christmas lights that I like, and I don't think you can buy it anymore, but it's like, it's like the shape that you got. Yep. But like the retro kind where you can't see through the glass where it's like a solid color. That's what I want. That's the only kind of Christmas lights I like. Um, and if they don't have them, um, there are other, so there were two companies the wire cutter recommended, which was these guys. And I think it was Christmas lights, et cetera. Both of which had huge selections. So I would check. I think I saw those somewhere. Check those out. All right. Uh, the, the vintage bulbs. Yes. 
Yes, it's it's quite vintage. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be surprised. There, I did not know there were as many types of lights as there were when I started doing my research. Ooh, wide angle. Oh, my God. It, and what's great is the empty socket lines where you can get like a th- you can get a mile's worth of cable and cut it yourself to whatever length you need. And then you buy the bulbs and you put it together. This is like literally for people who like do like office buildings. Right. And I got my little my little strands for my roof. So I'm five feet. I'm I'm thrilled. I was in Home Depot the other day and they had an inflatable reindeer that was eleven feet tall. Eleven feet tall. <laughs> Think about that. Wow. It was so big. I don't know if that would fit in my apartment. Uh, no, I severely doubt it. I don't think it would fit in my house. Uh, it's, it was $150. It was stupid. So I'm very excited for Christmas. Um, it's going to be great. So that's my pick. Christmasdesigners.com. Now here's an interesting question. I don't know. I'm in my, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to have, I, I don't know if this is the year I should get a Christmas tree of some kind. Uh Oh, that's right. Now you have an actual permanent. Pl- Do you have a spot for a tree? Yeah, I could find a spot for a tree. Well, all right. Yeah. I think I you should a, go a modestly sized Christmas tree. Are you a vintage Christmas guy? Is that the idea or just the lights? Or do you like everything vintage Christmas? Um, it, y- Yes, but I'm pretty selective. I feel like I'm a simple Christmas guy. Like okay. I don't like a lot of stuff. I don't like a lot of frills. I don't need garland. Oh, not that flashy garland. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you should. I think you should get one of the the vintage ceramic Christmas trees, which I love. A ceramic. Have Christ- you never seen those before? No. No, these were big. You can just Google ceramic Christmas tree. Um, these were big back in like the fifties and the sixties. Um, I actually have a vintage one for my great grandmother. Um, and they're, oh, and they're yes, ceramic. They're, you know, maybe a foot, foot and a half tall. Yeah. Um, throwback. Yeah, no, see this, this, uh, too far. Yeah, this is, too far this back. is horrific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is truly an abomination. Okay. <laughs> We're getting closer. Yeah. Yeah. No, you gotta, you gotta dial in on it, but, well, good. Well, if anyone out there has any Christmas decorating advice, please let us know. Well, we'll get Colby decked out for the holidays. Um, but nothing screams holidays like your pick, Colby. <laughs> yeah. So I I had a bunch of time off and I did some some like minor home improvements. And I don't remember who I was talking to. I think I was talking to my sister when I was visiting home and she does product reviews for her job and did vacuums and so she has like one of the dyson like rechargeable stick vacuums that she acquired from that Mm -hmm. um and i was thinking about it i was like you know i've had the same vacuum since i moved to boston and it's a stick vacuum so it has all the downsides of a stick vacuum like it kind of like doesn't work as well as a normal vacuum, but it's corded. So it's also just as inconvenient as, as a, a regular vacuum. And I was like, wait, I had just never thought about this. Vacuuming is not a thing. I do a ton, you know, some, some frequency, but not like 
a huge part of my life, but it's like super annoying. And it's especially annoying when it's like, I just cooked and it's dirty in the kitchen. Like I just spilled a bunch of like pieces of rice, you know, mm-hmm. it happens. Oh yeah. You lose a, you lose a, you got some like, you know, spill. <laughs> you got to look out for spilling. Yeah, you, you, you carry your kitty litter all over the house. I know what that's like. Exactly. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy a new vacuum. So I went on the wire cutter as one does. Um, I looked, they recommended the, their pick, their pick for, for cordless stick vacuums was the Dyson V7. And I scrolled further down. It's like runner up. Um, with more options is the Dyson V8, and then they had the upgrade pick. <laughs> <laughs> I got the upgrade pick. So the Dyson V11, it's probably more money than you should spend on a vacuum, a, like, shitty battery-powered vacuum anyways. Um, it has an LED screen that, that tells you how the battery's faring, which is great. My favorite thing... Well, actually, my favorite thing is that it just works. It works like a million and a half times better than my other vacuum. Like my other vacuum just didn't pick up stuff off the hardwood floor. It was mm-hmm. incapable of picking up stuff from off the hardwood floor. It kind of worked on rugs, but not stuff on the floor. So it works. It works great. It has a nice wall mounted charging station that I mounted to the wall. Um, and it also has like... It like senses what surface you're vacuuming. Like there's auto mode. So like you when you if you transition from the carpet to the hardwood floor, it like chills out a little because it doesn't have to work as hard. So it like saves battery. I don't know. It's kind of cool. It feels very futuristic compared to my old vacuum. Uh, it, it looks like a ray gun or something that you're shooting <laughs> yeah. at somebody. It feels like it also it has a it has like a trigger like you have to hold down the trigger to vacuum. And when you don't, it shuts off. So it feels it feels like you're a space person. I, uh, I do like to imagine you're out and about and you're like, yeah, I just got the, the new V11. And they're like, oh, what kind of car is that? And you're like, no, 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 not no, no, no. A V11 vacuum cleaner. This is, oh. this is not something I usually talk to people about. <laughs> well, Colby, I think you should brag more about your vacuum cleaner. <laughs> but, that I start you you jest, but I started a new job recently, and like several times, people are like, "What what do you like to do outside of work?" And I was like, "Well, I've been doing some like <laughs> small home improvements." I love vacuuming. <laughs> got a new vacuum. What kind of vacuum do you own? That would be great. God, what a great reputation to start with at a new place. Right. Who's that guy? He's the vacuum guy. I should really think about it more because I think at this point I've met like forty percent of the company, so there's still another sixty percent of the that could think anything of me. Have you heard the good news about uh, Dyson about <laughs> vacuum cleaning? Is yeah. he in a cult? This can't be. Oh my god. <laughs> um, no, that's very cool. The Dyson V11. Um, please, somebody buy one with our referral code because we'll get a nice cut of that. This is a, a pricey vacuum, yes. uh, but it's great. We, we might finally be able to cash out our, our Amazon referral. Well, I still, think, I still think the only other time we ever made money was when you bought bone conducting headphones <laughs> using our link. Yeah. So we really should just use our own link when we buy stuff. Um, Sean, now, here's what we should do. Instead of picking things after we buy them, we could pick them before. 
it's very, I, I mean, honestly, we could just use our own referral link. I buy enough stuff on Amazon alone that is basically like cashback. <laughs> uh. But I will say, I, and I didn't realize this, so I got a vacuum cleaner as a housewarming gift when I moved in. I didn't choose it. It was a gift. Um, and turns out it's the wire cutters non-Dyson pick. Uh, as they say, for Dyson haters, the Shark Ion F80 Multiflex, and I've been very happy with it. Nice. So it is no Dyson, but uh, but it does a great job. So if you're looking for an alternative as well. The other thing I like about it is it's pretty quiet for a vacuum. Yeah. yeah that the, the, could be a thing with all modern vacuums. Again, I haven't purchased a vacuum in six years, but... Honestly, with the technology that's come along in the cordless stick vacuums, like why why would you get a regular vacuum at this point? I mean, unless you have like a huge house or a really aggressive cleaning problem. Right. Also, yeah, I have a very small house, so I'm pretty sure I could like vacuum the whole thing twice before the battery was anywhere close to dying. Yep. Yep. Very yeah. Cool. Well, we'll have the links to both of those picks on the website so you can check it out and please purchase one. Um Colby, anything else before we uh, we wrap up this evening? No. No, that's it. I don't it. think so. That's it. Well, uh, before I remind everybody of our stuff, I do want to once again tease over on Up for Debate, the other podcast you should be listening to. We are smack in the middle of our scary movies to watch in the dark mm, horror movie marathon uh, up on the feed right now, Friday the 13th, which actually has one of the rare times Matt and I disagreed on something. Um, I said that the uh, adult character in the movies... Uh, in the movie was great and the kids were annoying and bad actors. And Matt actually thought the opposite. He thought the kids were great and great actors and the adults were annoying. So watch the movie and judge for yourself and then listen to that episode. And then uh, later this week, we're taping nightmare on Elm street. Freddy Krueger um, is going to invade our dreams and scare our pants off. So that's happening at up for debate.tv or wherever you get podcasts, just search up for debate. Uh, for this show, don'tpack.io is our website. It's very nice. This man helped put it together. Uh, you can go there, check it out, the audio, the video, and of course the links to the pick will be there. You can also get the show wherever you get podcasts. Uh, just search Don't Panic. And of course, um, get in contact with us at Don't Panic Show on Twitter, emails don'tpanicshow at gmail.com. Um, sir, I think that's it. That's all she wrote. Uh, <laughs> I think Dan's back next week, but I, I'm not going to commit to that. I, I don't have Who any authority to commit to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but at least someone will be back next week. So we hope you'll join us then. On behalf of Colby Great. and theoretically Dan, I am Sean. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time for another Don't Panic. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.